Thank you for joining us for another edition of Dungeons & Dragons, 5th edition, Yalzar setting. I'm your Dungeon Master. Oh, wait, sorry. Also, to point out, this is the campaign that is around the Coalition, in case you didn't know, because you didn't read the title. Anyway, I'm your DM, Kenny. As always, we have our party, starting with our bard. I'm Pluvial, or uh, actually my name is Austin. My character's name is Pluvial. Yeah, thanks. We have our warlock. Hi, uh, this is Jesse, and I'm playing Valandis. We have our fighter. Hi, I'm Jeff, and I'm playing Garen, the fighter. We have our artificer. Hey, y'all, it's Dylan, playing Boomer. And last, but certainly not least, hopefully not in your flanks, and definitely not in your backsides, our rogue. Hey, it's Devin, playing Farah. So, when we last left off with our party, they had just... Uh, set themselves to a restful night before they go on the elemental rail system northbound the next day. Uh, it is sunrise in the town that I have forgotten the name of. Just a quick note, I wasn't actually here last session, so if I make myself look foolish by not knowing something, I apologize in advance. Uh, the town of Marrakech. Yeah, Marrakech. Alright, so... Do does the party want to do anything before they go to the LRL station? Uh, that one's gonna wake up probably a little hungover, um, and uh, just kind of once over his things because he vaguely remembers there being somebody not in the party in the room the night before. Right. So no cool. one was there was someone in the room that is now. Is that what you're saying? No, there was somebody in the room the previous night, um, and Valen had. A vague recollection of that uh, being a little hungover, um, and he wanted to just kind of go once over his stuff um, to make sure that everything is in order. Nothing has been stolen from you, if that's what you're getting at. That's what I'm looking for, yeah. Thank you. All right, uh, anyone else? Uh, no, Garen's just really hungover and trying to bring himself to... Uh, his wits before they leave on the train. Okay. Well, if... What is... So who who runs the train exactly? Is there some sort of administration that... that are, we, are we dealing with a metro system here? Yeah, so the elemental rail system has been around for a, uh, quite a while. Um, but it, has, like, it still doesn't even cross the entire world like it... Like it like it does in some instances. Uh, so there are still parts of the world that maybe have heard of it, but have never seen it, or it would be totally reasonable for any of your characters to have never been on it. Um, but if you wanted to perform like a history check or something, I could tell you more about the company. I'm specifically curious about their opinion on bringing alcohol and drinking it on line. Um, you would know probably that they're not against drinking, or indulgence on the on the train, but mm -hmm. they would really like it if you bought their own food <gasps> and their own drink. Oh, it's a movie theater type situation. Kind of, but not illegal. Like you can bring your own stuff, but you're encouraged to spend money. But uh, you guys have. Uh, I want to say impounded, but that's not the right t term. You guys have uh, taken your cart 
and uh, sold all the lizards, I believe. <gasps> oh, yeah. Um, uh, L. Uh, Boomer uh, will hand you... Uh, where did I put it? Uh, 63 gold. So, uh, just because you're a cool guy? Or? Uh, I, we, since you weren't here, we sold off your lizard, and that was the best price. We, I, I got 63 from mine, and you got 63. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. That was done after it was deduced that the lizards would not handle the northern tundra very well. Right. That makes sense. So yeah, and then another 80 gold from uh, from Baldurin. Fuck. Uh. <laughs> That's 143 and 80 what? 143 gold is how much. 143. Thank you. Uh, plus an LRL ticket. Yes. Okay. Neat. Thank you. Okay. Yep. So you guys go to the station. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Alright, uh, as you guys approach the Ella Rail kiosk, you're asked for your tickets so that you can be shown to what car you should board. Okay, uh, Valen will uh, produce a ticket and hand it to, I'm um, guessing, the conductor that's yeah, in there. One of, one of the many conductors that are mucking about the station trying to organize people getting on the train in an orderly fashion. Um, you notice something of interest, however. There is uh, several creatures that look like this at the the different car doors. Ooh. Well, for our listeners, that is a horrifying picture of a man-faced dog. Um, so, is that like a dog with a angry person? They are, it's, they are called... Oh, or oh, can oh, I tell I'm sorry, called? do you know what they are? Because you right, should. Can I, roll, can I roll a history? You may roll a knowledge nature cool i'll do that or i, I will suppose, too i suppose a Me nature too. a nature check i'm gonna roll the nature check ah oh, fuck 13 14 the sweet one oh. garen might even know oh 13 um none of you guys know what you're looking at exactly they they it seems to be otherworldly seems like a strong word, uh, but it, whatever it is, it seems to be performing the function of a sniffer dog because people are having to let this creature sort of very topically investigate their person and their belongings as they board the train. And you are all pointed to one of these relatively short lines, but clearly inspection lines to go on the train. This makes L uneasy. Cool. Boomer's gonna walk up and hand the guy a ticket, and uh, be like, "Hey, hey, hey, there, old boy. Here's my ticket. Uh, I guess you need one. Let these old pooches, you know, you know, sniff me. By the way, can I pet it?" Um, the conductor kind of smirks a little and goes, "Uh, yes and no." To this, the, the hound looks up at the conductor and gives him, like, a slightly frowned face and then goes and starts to, to uh, get all inspectatory up on your uh, your accoutrement. Cool. Can I roll a sleight of hand to, to secretly pet him? Uh, yes. <laughs> you may attempt to slyly pet the dog. Oh, no. Yes. 
Where's my sleight of hand? Ooh. And before the man faced Alex, like, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Uh, that's space. Can you not? So nineteen. Okay. Um, you you while the the, the dog is like up one of your sleeves, you kind of like have your hand dangling, and you give it a little like like scritch behind the ear, kind of flips its ear a little bit. Um. Yeah. And then when the dog is done investigating, it sort of uh, points its um, one of its paws towards where you keep your ammunition. Okay. And uh, the conductor says, "What's in that pouch, sir?" Uh, well, that's here the uh, ammunition for for my thunder cannon, and he like whips it out. Wow! Right here. Sparklers oh, in your yeah. fucking shoulders. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes... You, you can look, but you can't touch. Well, I'd like to take an... I'd like to inspect one of these ammunitions you say you have. Oh, yeah, of course, man. Uh, Boomer reaches into his pouch and hands over one of the... Uh, one of the bullets. Uh, yeah, he, bullets. He, he sort of seems to inspect it and pull the monocle from his vest pocket and look at it. Are these volatile? Uh, only if it's shot out of this here uh, gun, I, I guess. Is that right? Uh, yeah. But by themselves, they're, they're just kind of, they're just lead. Very well. Sort of gives it back to you. I don't feel it's necessary for me to say, however, but accordance to the law set before me by the elemental rail system, I should obligate you with, you may not discharge your thunder cannon on the train. Oh, yeah, I don't know. That only happened once, and I learned my lesson. I ain't gonna shoot it off out of nowhere anymore. I mean, unless I'm back home, then I might shoot it off a couple times. But I ain't gonna shoot it off on your train. Well, that's very good. You may board. Oh, quick question. Uh, Can we also check out the, the, uh, the um, what's the front train called? The elder room? The engine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can I check out the engine while I'm here? He says, uh, once everyone is boarded, please just request a conductor and you may be able to be brought to the engine room, but it will be under heavy escort. Oh, that's perfectly fine. All right. And uh, Boomer will go to board the train. Okay. Garen kind of just waits his turn really sullenly. Who, uh, who wants to say that they're next? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and hand him the ticket that I have. Alright. <clears throat> Looks at it and says, alright, I assume all of you were in the same group. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything that you'd like to tell me about before you were inspected? Not that I'm aware of. Or anything that would you know, raise alarm. Sometimes I get sad. Uh, oh, that's good. <laughs> God damn it. That is not a funny joke, but it was perfectly delivered. <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway. Oh, damn. <laughs> anyway. So, the, uh, the hound uh, inspects. It's... Excuse me. And uh, sniffs. Um, I almost called you Haman Karn again, Jesus. 
for wrong. And uh, and he and when the hound is done, I'm trying to think if you have anything in your inventory. Let me take a look. Um, is no. this Skyrim? Can guards just identify stolen items? Not stolen, but like anything that you think a TSA agent would have a problem with. Well, other than the knives and uh, air other than air the- uh, a medieval TSA agent. Um, <laughs> sorry, pre nine eleven TSA agent. Oh man! Oh, well, that changes everything. Yeah, I mean, all I've got are this. You know, well, am I boarding? Am I boarding first class or or? Um, your not. boarding not need to sass me to answer this question. Uh, no, I don't have anything. Okay. Uh, he lets you on board, no problem. Who's next? Uh, Garen will step up. Okay. Takes your ticket. Uh, you're inspected. Same question. Do you have anything that a pre-9-11 uh, TSA agent would be suspect? Uh, if he's rooting through the bags, he might be curious what the musk blood is, but that's about it. Musk blood? Yeah, you gave me a jar of musk that's right. yeah. yeah, I have that. But that's that's it's like an ointment. That's not like you don't just have like a puddle of blood in your pouch. Okay, yeah. Well then, <laughs> no, no. Garen's a Garen's yeah. clean. Ah, uh, yeah. You're you're welcome to the board, as long as that's right. more than not more than three ounces. <laughs> oh, damn it, you bastard! <laughs> um, I imagine the rest of you, you know, procedurally one after another are. You know, inspected with little to no problem. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah, Valor walks on board um, after being inspected. Um, I don't know. What do warlocks smell like? Because, shit, you might throw some arms up. Well, That's true. Well, well I, what yeah. I was going to say was, on the manner of when you are boarded, Valen, mm-hmm. d- give me, what's your passive perception? Let me see. I think it's, uh, what is it? Super good. Yep, twelve. Uh, okay, you see nothing. Yep. <laughs> Very suspicious. Nothing. Yeah. And uh, so, yep. Yeah, so you guys all are escorted on. You follow uh, your ticket because you're adults that know how to read what a fucking ticket is, and find your cabin. It is a relatively sizable cabin. I mean, cabin. I mean, it's you guys are going to be probably bumping shoulders a lot. On your trek up, um, I imagine it's very like. Uh, you guys, you guys ever see the first Harry Potter movie? Yeah, yeah. You know those okay. those sort of trail train cabins where it's like basically both sides are long bunks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very much like that, but uh, rather spacious. So you guys, you know, aren't going to be tripping over yourself to get around your cabin, but uh, it's not exactly roomy. Gotcha. Uh, and there's obviously two um, layers of bunk, so everyone can get their own bunk, and then someone gets to sleep on the floor. Woo! Awesome. So, uh, you guys make yourselves at home, I suppose. It's, it's, uh, the, the, the train has not started yet. Um, well, um, Karen would look around and then kind of... Um would he be able to act, or after the train's been, I guess you can ask a conductor this, if he can grab one, uh, ask them if he's able to access the wagon once everything's rolling, or... You're, you're assured that once the train gets on its way, 
as long as you um, request the attention of a conductor, you will uh, you can be escorted to the cargo hold where your cart is and uh, do what you need to do. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, in that case, he would uh, kind of just head on into the uh, cabin then. Well, uh, you guys are probably a little settled in at this point, you know, putting some of your bags away and your non-essentials. And uh, there's a, a rap at the door. Hello? Pleasantries? Surplus? <gasps> I want a chocolate frog. <clears throat> Do you open the door? Uh, yeah, but L does get the door. Um, standing in front of you is a quite, like... Almost unprofessionally uh, boxing laughs uh, with Ooh. a sort of uh, hey. Hey. almost as wide as her shoulders is, uh, if you get my meaning, boys. Uh, tray with assorted um, bottles of beverage, uh, varying degrees of, of alcohol, um, some food, whether it's uh, like fruit and protein, and then uh, an assortment of like sweets. And she asks, spare a coin for some pleasants? Oh, sweetheart. I have never seen someone so laden with bounty. And he pays her for a drink. Okay. It's a silver, like everywhere else. Sure. Well, what all sweets does she have? Um, she has a lot of, like, rock candy-like candies you know like those Boom. Uh, it, it got me at rock anyways i'm gonna take some of that okay it's Look. it's a silver for the confectionery yep garen's gonna grab himself a uh, bottle of something or other and uh some candy and some food okay that's a silver whoever wants whatever it's a silver for the service okay all right um and she now, says before before i'm gonna grab a uh, bottle of wine okay and um He'll pay for it, he'll grimace at it, but he'll know later on he'll probably want it. Um, then sit down back in the corner. And she's, before she she sort of turns to walk away and sort of turns just her head back, so you get this, like, obviously fucking, like, lewdly intentional side view. Um, and she goes, oh, by the way, gentlemen, remember, all products served from the Pleasant Cheese tray are laced with a small amount of sedative to make the ride easier for those of us with upset stomachs. And she trots along. Sedative, you say? I'm gonna name this lady Belle Cosby. <laughs> that's God. That's damn fucked it. up, but really good. <laughs> oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! Well, it's 20 minutes in, and we've already experienced three like 30 second sessions of just like I don't know if you guys have ever seen laughter on on like audio waveform, but it's just like rapid peaks. It's 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 great. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not eating this candy. Okay. I eat yeah, yours. Garen will set his aside for later. Give them all to L. Bone's gonna hold on to his um, bottle of wine just, okay. just because L fucking steals it. <laughs> He's getting shit faced and high, you guys. It's the best thing <laughs> to go for. Garen would just sigh seeing the grubby elf and hand him the bottle. Grubby elf? Uh, <laughs> excuse me, sir. Oh, those hands are grubbing right now. Those hands are grubbing. Steven, yes, but never grubby. 
So, uh, does anyone imbibe or ingest any of the food from the pleasantries, Trey? No, but I do have a quick question. Would my uh, would, would my uh, Gear Crank Plus be ready? Possibly? Um, not yet. You haven't, I mean, when did you start that? Uh, the day after Ira was remembered, reminded that Gear Crank existed. Well, I don't know what day that is. Uh, well, it was right after we left the bar where the gnome served as gear crank after uh, fighting off uh, Sloppy Joe and his kind and his ilk. Then, yeah, the it's been town. it's been at least two weeks. Let's say that you've got at least a batch, maybe let's call it a gallon of it. Oh yeah, Kool Aid man. Oh yeah. Oh. Crank plus. He's going to hand over uh, a small hit flask of uh, gear crank to Al. I'm like, here, old boy, have yourself a drink of this if you want to get real messed up. Um, I assume that the sedative is, is light and not that fast acting, so El probably isn't, you know, uh, in his cups, to put it lightly, just yet. Um, yeah, no, no. If you've been eating the food or drinking the drink that was gave, gave, give, given to you, um, yeah. I want to uh, see a, a constitution save. Oh. I need to go d20. Hold on. Make this check at advantage. It's a really good thing you said that because I rolled a four twice. So you fail. It gives me a five. You fail. Um, oh, good. And so the effects of that is just you're not woozy and you're not out of your you're not like poisoned as the saddest says or anything like that. But just as a role play point, you're you're it's as if you just went into a bar like in the real world, like you went out to a bar and you did two shots of 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 something back to back, and this is how you're feeling like forty minutes later, like. You're not really drunk, oh, wow. but yeah. you're you're relaxed. Your muscles are very relaxed. Gotcha. Okay. So, so like I was saying, old boy, do you want to take a sip? Oh, is this some of that lovely fire crease that we had back in that shitty little town? Valen throws up in his mouth. Best a little part bit. of that town. Yeah, yeah, it sure is, but uh, I add a little something something to it. Oh, you naughty... Yeah, naughty. Go and take a sip. <laughs> um, does L survive the sip? I don't know. What's your constitution save say? Do you want me to go on the one that I previously rolled? No, this is a, this is a separate save for a separate. This is new poison. <laughs> uh, neat. New shit. Also advantage or not? No, no, no. It was just because of how light the sedative was. Gotcha. Good news. I got a three. Uh, uh, so so L takes uh, probably too big of a gulp of it and after like like the 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 singeing like cinnamon and yet also peppermint flavor like just scorches your throat and you feel the fire in your stomach you guys see L with this disturbed face like he's like he's almost gonna power (laughs) through it and like And then he belches, and a, gent, a small gout of fire bursts out of his mouth, and then you fall unconscious. Sweet. 
Karen is laughing. I'm uh, trying to beat the train to our destination, you guys. Boomer will turn around and be like, see, I told you I put a little extra something something in it. Gear Craig Plus, boys. Anyways, I'm out of here. He put roofies in it. Karen would uh, stand up and, that's the plus, try to pick up the elf to put him in one of the bunks. Yeah, you do that. I don't have to roll to lift his felt figure. No. Has, has the train started moving yet? <laughs> not just yet. Okay. God, we're not even moving yet. Yes. Yeah. Some of us aren't going to stay that way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this is L's preferred way to travel. Uh, Garen, after uh, tucking in the elf, would plant the smallest kiss on his forehead. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're not there, so you don't know. I mean, I am. Um, all the things that have happened in this session so far, that's what's weird. That's right. the weird thing. Your friend Garen just undeniably of... drugged you. And you're like, you oh. know what? Being put to rest with a, with a friendly, I'm here for you, peck on the on the forehead. See, that's where, that's the line. That's that's what it is. I also got to, I also got to pet a dog with a human face, which was cool. I wanted it to scream. <laughs> I just wanted it to scream. <laughs> um, Karen would look at the party and say at least we're not as likely to be ambushed by bandits on this train as we were on the boat <laughs> at that point well, Boomer's going to try to crawl up uh, uh, Geheron and be like shut your mouth don't wish that bad luck on all of us damn it god <laughs> He would kind of just shrug and say, what? <laughs> All right. I'm going to wait until the thing starts moving. And then I got to go up front, talk to someone. I want to see how this thing runs. And then I'm going to go all the way in the back and start start uh, doing a little modifications. Are you still – are you saying this into Garen's face on his shoulder still? Or Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he would kind and of that- – he would kind of nod and say, I got to – I need to hit back. To the wagon as well. I need to repair this armor of mine. And he would kind of go to three uh, scorched holes in the chainmail uh, because some fire demon decided to put a pitchfork through him twice. Well, hey man, you ain't got to do that. Uh, and uh, uh, Boomer will like rub his hands together and touch the chainmail and cast mending on <sighs> his chainmail. The armor is meant. Uh, Garen would kind of look at the chainmail and say, "Well, now I feel silly for buying those blacksmith tools." Yeah, well, whatever. Uh, but you can come along anyways. I, I, you know, whatever. I, I think I will. Uh, and Fallon is going to... Oh. oh. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, nothing. Okay. Uh, Valen's going to stretch his legs out in the uh, empty seat that Al left and just kind of prop his feet up, you know, lean back a little bit and just say, well, I'm waiting for this thing to get moving. And as soon as it does, I'm going to try to find a find out. We need breakfast. I need breakfast. I'm going to go get back. Okay. So uh, the cart, the not long after you guys begin to wait, uh, you hear um, a conductor rap on doors down the hall from you. About ready to go. Last call. About ready to go. Last call. Until they're at your door. About ready to go. Last call. And uh, as it goes down the way, moments later, you hear the engine begin to turn and this whole thing just starts to truck on down the ground rails. Cool. Uh, well, boys, uh, I've got work to do. Uh, Geheron, 
Tyrone, Valen, Sleepyhead, you stay sleepy. Um, any of you boys want to come along with me? You're more than welcome. Uh, but I'll see y'all later. And he's going to do a backflip off of Karen's uh, uh, shoulder. Can uh, I get an acrobatics for that? Yeah, you sure can. Oh, God, boys. Please be a 20. Please be a crit fail. That's a 10. Um, if you were normally jumping off of Garen's shoulder, uh, you probably would have nailed it, but the movement of the train and the weird shapedness of the room <clears throat> makes you almost land the, the, almost stick the landing, but you fall backwards and, um, slam your back into the edge of the seat and, uh, Ooh. before your butt slides to the ground, take one point of damage. Alright. I meant to do that. I clap. <laughs> Garen just shakes his head. Alright, well, I'm out of here. And uh, he's going to go look for a conductor. Okay. Um, so you walk out. Uh, you can see that a couple of other people have their doors open. Uh, you can hear various conversations going around. But... Uh, Pretty quickly, as you after you walk into the hall, very inquisitively, sort of throwing your face around, looking obviously looking for a conductor. Um, one seems to approach you, and he looks down and says, "What can I do for you, sir?" Uh, I got two requests to make. Uh, request one, number one, I want to go to the engine, see how this thing operates. Uh, I'm a I'm a, a tinkerer myself from the, the great gnomish tinkerers, the 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 the, the bright gems. Uh, and then I need to make my way back to my cart to do some modifications before we get to the uh, the Great North. The conductor ponders a moment and goes, well, is there a particular order you'd like to do those in the way you mentioned or the other way around? Uh, doesn't matter. Dealer's choice. Well, the trip... Actually, let's go to the engine. Yeah. Let's the, go to the engine first. That will be much faster. Uh, is it just yourself that would like to see it? We try to keep the visits to the engine room as few as possible, so if any of your compatriots would like to see it, we ask that you do so now. Yeah, and he'll be like, he'll just hold up a finger one second, and he'll like run back to the door, pop his head inside, any boys want to come along? Trying to wave um, a hand and say he's going to head to the dining cart with uh, Valen. Yeah, uh, Valen at that point was already up and on his way out, uh, but he's going to follow with Boomer. Hopefully he can find a dining cart on the way up. Uh, oh, quick question. Are we allowed to be armed on the train, or...? Um, I... You have not found any sass on that yet. You have not oh. upset any law. All right. Well, Karen's um, just in full kit, marching down the aisle then with the dining cart. Does, does the, uh, the doors lock to the uh, cabin? Yes. Okay. Do we have a key to get into it, or is that something the conductors yes, have? Yes. Well, the conductors probably most definitely have a key, um, but there was a pair of keys inside your lo your cabin. All right. Well, I'm going to take one of those keys, and uh, I'm going to lock the, the cabin behind me so no one comes in and messes with our friend sleeping. Okay. And uh, I'll oh, tell... Thanks. Tell Boomer that I'm gonna I'm gonna go with them because I wanna I wanna take a look here at the at the engine and how it runs. Hey okay. man, me too. Let's do this. All right, well let's handle that side quest first. So the conductor um, leads you through uh, three cars. The first car 
towards the front of the train from you is a dining car. There are several tables uh, in booth form. Um, there is a bar with with a couple of uh, stools, and there is at least two tables dedicated to gambling. It's almost as if you took a casino and shoved it into a 20 by 50 square rectangle. Nice. But uh, it's it's a lovely little place. Uh, you go through that. The next car is a residential car, and the next car after that is a residential car as well. Uh, and then at the end of that third car, he says, Now, if you'll give me just a moment, gentlemen, I must make sure that the engine room is uh, in no volatile state. We would hate to have any passengers have to deal with any of that. So if you'll excuse me just a moment. Yes, of course. Uh, he goes in. Sure. To the car, um, you can see that all the previous cars before it, uh, the, the, the door that connected the two cars, had a sheet of visible glass. Um, but this one has uh, no visible glass whatsoever. And the doors are metal. Um, and there seems to be a number code lock for these doors. Uh when the guard or when the conductor comes back a moment later, there seems to be a small patch of of uh, nothing on his face. What? what, wait, what? <laughs> I'm just like he doesn't have a face. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. no. Uh, I was gonna say that he has like a small patch of like ash or like coal dust on his face. Cold. Yeah, but uh, I was like, um, that's not how these trains work. Uh, nothing. He has a patch of nothing on his face. Oh, thank God. I was like, oh, man. That guy's a... That's good. We just, we just uncovered some shit. Um, so, you guys are, are a moment... He says, alright, well, the, the engine room is ready for visitors. Just step lively and make sure to not touch anything if you can avoid it. And he uh, opens the door and uh, sort of gestures that you can walk in. Uh, Boomer will walk in. The engine room in front of you is about the same size as the other cars before it. Maybe a little bit smaller. Definitely shorter, if anything. Um, And there is a crew of three engineer types in the room. And they are uh, seem to be monitoring different valves and dials and thingy-bobs that are clearly very important to the functioning of this train. Uh, But one, most importantly seems to be manning some sort of uh, manual device where he uh, has to repeatedly like like stamp his foot on a press uh, that seems to push a rod from the ex- interior of this room outside to the exterior of the room. Uh, Boomer's going to walk over there. To where? Uh, to where the, um, the guy is pressing the... Uh the thing with his foot. Uh, he looks down and he goes, Sir, how may I help you? Uh, well, uh, I, I just wanted to see how this old, this old girl worked, if I could. Uh, you know, just just look around. I'm a, I'm a tinkerer myself, you know. I have a couple designs of my own. Maybe I could, you know, help you out, make make this thing a, a little bit more, run a little faster, run a little smoother. Uh, is Sharong a part of any of this, or are you just here to take in the sights? Um, I'm essentially taking in and jotting down notes. Yeah, it seems incredibly complex. Uh, it seems that there's a lot of uh, pipes that diffuse energy from one area to another. Um, 
there is a couple of ports that uh, can be opened to probably release uh, pressure or something. Um, but uh, what happens pretty soon after Boomer starts to talk with the engineer near the front of the room, who, who mind you, while doing this manual labor of repeatedly uh, with a kind of beat of like one press every three seconds, um, is like leaning on a, on a set of rails that seem to be almost meant to be leaned on because uh, they're slightly padded and there's like handholds. Uh, that engineer and Boomer begin to immediately jump into a bunch of technical jargon back and forth. Uh, he seems to be hiding some information from you, Boomer, as to how this train operates. But it's a lot of things that you understand, a couple of things that you've heard of but never seen in function. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to not like Star Trek this for 20 minutes. So. Yeah, no, that's um, fine. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, the big thing that, that you probably have heard of before is one of the main things that he rings out. And, like, he explains what he's doing. And that's, well, I'm extending this agitation device to rattle the elementals that are bound at the front of the car. Uh, the front of the car. And, well, naturally, they push forward, and that's what pulls the train. Yeah, I understand that. But uh, maybe we could come up with a way uh, that does not torture these uh, elementals. As uh, you saying the word torture, the engineer sort of rolls his eyes at you and goes, yeah, yeah, we've all heard that there should be better functions for this. And believe me, there are plenty of think tanks that are trying to come up with that. But I'm not going to sit here and get philosophical with you about the, the, the treatment of the oh, elementals. No need to get philosophical. I just want to see if I can make it better. Ferung jots down, train runs on torture. It's not a secret. Like, people are upset about it. Yeah. Uh, there are better ways to use magic and find ways to uh, work with magic other than forcing it. Uh, that's just how Boomer sees it. But, sure. Uh, he wants to see if, is there any, like, I don't know, can I roll, like, uh, I don't know. An artificer check to see if I can, like, I don't even know, like a history check for, like, a, a technological device or something like that. What are you trying to derive from this skill check? Uh, I, I want to see, I want to know exactly how it works. Like, I know he's withholding information, and I want to know how it works. That's, like, Boomer's thing. Like, he wants to know how it works so he can break it down in his head and try to rebuild it better. I've, I understand that and I value that. And if you, you and I want to like sit down between sessions and like really get super like arcane technical on this, I'm down. Dope. Then we'll skip over that. Then like, yeah, like I said, he, you and him had a conversation. Uh, you and the engineer had a conversation um, about how things operate and you understood a lot of it. Some of it was new concepts or interesting ways of taking old concepts. I just didn't want to, I don't want to make this a long jargon conversation that's relatively unimportant to everyone else. Facts. Like I said, I don't want to Star Trek this. Yeah, he'll thank the the engineer and they'll, you know, make his rounds around the room one time, just checking out stuff, and then uh, he'll head his way back to work on the thing. Okay. Um, Thurong? Yeah, um, I'm just following suit, trying to make as many notes as I can about, like, the layout and just 
generally what it's like in the engine room. Um, when you guys leave the engine room, the conductor stops for wrong and says, Sir, I'm going to have to see that notebook you've been writing in. Okay. Um, I hand it over to him, and the first thing he's going to say is, Trade runs off torture, underline three times in big words. That's fine. Um, he is going to uh, look through the couple of pages of notes you've made and deduce that and, and hold like like the third of the five pages you wrote down. Goes, Sir, some of this is unfortunately uh, confident information. I may have to confiscate a letter of your notebook. Is that all right with you? Uh, I guess that's fine. What part? He denotes that it's pretty much all consolidated on this one page. He said, if you'd like to rip it out, that's fine by me, but I'm afraid I can't let you take down these pieces of information freely. All right. Well, I'll tear the page out and hand it to him and ask him if he's going to put it on the refrigerator. Excuse me one sec. So he denotes what he wants to have removed. Yeah, so, I mean, I tear the page out, but, like, can he tell, is it is it based off the drawings, or is it based off the fact that he can read Elvish? Um, well, dedu- just by looking at your own notes, you can tell that some of what you he's asking you to remove is drawn, but a lot of it is written. So it obviously would dictate to you that he probably can read out. Oh, all right. Well, I'll, I'll hand the page over to him. He apologizes after taking it. Um, that's, that's all right. I'll say it's okay. I, I mean, I'll just have to rewrite that part of my uh, my fan fiction. But. Well, rewrite it if you will, but it's my duty that if I see our technology being copied, that I have to confiscate it. I hope you understand. No, that's, that's understandable. Uh, he, he asks... Now, I must remind you as well, it is illegal to distribute that information. You may keep it for your personal records as far as I'm personally concerned. But it is against the law for you to distribute that information. There are, we have competitors, and our trademarks are copied. That's that's fine. I didn't plan on sharing it with anyone. Like you said, it's part of my fan picture. This medieval society has copyright laws? Oh my yeah, god, dude. yeah, dude. Okay. Something like a LRL? Shit. Dude, I copywrote my, my Thunder Cannon. Yeah, I was going to say, this is not the first time this shit has come up. I need to copyright my fan fiction. As soon as my brother Studer tries to uh, copy it, uh, I'm taking him to Gnome Court. So. <laughs> Gnome Court? Is so, it, uh, can we be there for that, please? Well, yeah. Y'all are my witnesses to him being a dick and stealing my ideas. <laughs> yes, Your Honor, that gnome there is a dick. What? Order in the court. It just fucking. It just reminded me of the fucking dickless comment for Walter yeah, Peck yeah. in Ghostbusters. Like, it's yes, uh, yes, Your Honor, it's true. This man has no dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much how Gnome Court works, man. Just I don't. A lot of I don't. I don't know if I'm okay with you saying that. <laughs> I'd like to believe that even Gnome, Gnome Court still has a, a semblance of a, a proper law. I'm pretty sure yeah, it should yeah, just be like British yeah. Parliament, where like, yeah, they've got proper law and like Robert's Rules and Order and shit, but they do also just like, Slam Your Honor, each other the defendant is a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm okay with that. I'm absolutely okay yeah, yeah. with that. Yeah, and they all speak like Boomer does. Your Honor, that guy's a fucking asshole. I think that... Order in the court. <laughs> no dicks. I Allowed think, in this courtroom. <laughs> That's all Thursdays. 
<laughs> what is your fascination with Thursdays? Anyway. Uh, I don't know. All right. Oh. <laughs> so you guys leave the engineer room. Yep. Or the engine room. And are uh, escorted back to the... Uh, that sort of same pattern of two residential... And then a, a dining cart, two residential, a dining cart seems to repeat itself as you go to the back. The last cart that you are walked through is a, a much nicer cart. It seems to be the first class cart. Um, and at the end of it, uh, you are uh, shown to a pair of more constable looking conductors. Um and uh, the conductor that has been escorting you through all of this takes his leave. Uh, the two conductors before you look to you and say, I assume you're here to see the storage the storage cart. Do you have something in there? Uh, yeah, we have our, uh, our group's uh, cart that I, I need to make some modifications on. I believe it's under Mr. Farung. I mean, mm. not Mr. Farung, Mr. Gaharan. Uh, yes, one moment. Can I see your ticket, please? Of course. And I hand him my ticket. Takes a look at your ticket, pulls a clipboard out and looks, flips a page, hands it, hands you back your ticket. Yes, everything seems to be in order. Uh, please, come inside. But thank you. And he'll give him finger guns as he walks past. Um, clearly quite in touch with cultural norms, he fires off a single uh, finger gun back at you. Very good. Um, uh, so he, so the other guard, there's two guards in the door, uh, two people. Um, the second one is the one that brings you inside. Okay. And you can immediately see, excuse me, amongst the several stable cars with all manners of mount inside, uh, mostly horses, of course, but, you know, someone's bringing a desert lizard, someone has an ox or some sort of bovine. Uh, but then on the right side, you can see several caravans or carts lined up, and one of them is very obviously yours. Cool. I'm going to walk over there, and uh, I'm going to take the uh, sleds out of my um, bag of holding and just start getting to work on on putting them on and taking the wheels off. Okay. Does uh, uh, Yeah, do you help? Yeah, do you need help with anything, dude, or... Uh, I could use a little help, you know, making sure this thing's stable while I'm underneath of it, but other than that, uh, after I get these on, uh, I'll, you can go ahead and go. Alright, well, I was just gonna go back and check in on our, our buddy, but I'll help you out with the cart in the meantime. Alright, so All you right. guys are set to this, which is gonna take several hours. So, yep. uh, cool. let's go ahead and go shift gears back to, uh, Food Boys. Yeah. Alright, so, uh... Did you guys go towards the front of the train, towards the back of the train? Um, that one's going to look for uh, a conductor and ask um, where the fine dining car is. <clears throat> he points to the next car towards the head of the train. Is the closest fine dining available. All right. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, Valen will make his way towards that uh, the food cart. So, yeah, the conductor pointed you in the direction of... Uh, of the fine dining car. All right. Um, Donald will make his way over and um, into the fine dining or, or the food car. Mm -hmm. Well, you guys get the same description that uh, 
the people before you got, or I guess you guys are probably pretty much in in line with each other. Uh, yeah. But it's you know, there's the bar. There's several stools to the bar. There's a couple of people at the bar. Um, the barkeep is a dragonborn of some sort in a tux. Uh, there's a couple of game tables going on, but uh, plenty of food is being brought in uh, from behind a curtain in like one of the corners of the room. Valen will uh, slap Gaharan on the chest and uh, point at the bartender and go, it's not a bad look. You don't have to wear armor all the time. Yeah, uh, Garen would grunt at the slap and look down at his uh, chain mail and kind of just look at him and say, you never know. Mm. I've uh, almost been killed on this trip more time than my entire career. That's true. Uh, we tend to attract a little bit of um, mm. death. Although I'm sure in this casino car, he quite stands out. Looking um, rather mercenary as he does. I mean, you're not totally unique in that. Uh, there's a couple of rougher sorts, but, um... Well, I'd say his mommy said he was unique, but, uh, he wouldn't remember that. Ooh, throwback. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, you wouldn't remember that. I don't know why you even thought to mention it. Because fourth walls are made to be broken. Uh, Val's gonna look around the bar and see if, uh, there's anybody interesting... Anybody that stands out a little bit, uh, anybody that catches the eye, um, that might be worth talking to. Sure. You see a couple of sorts. Like I said, there's a couple of people at the bar. Two of them, are the, the, the two of them, um, are sitting next to each other and clearly conversing with each other. Uh, one of them is a tiefling, and one of them is probably a wood elf. Hard to tell uh, without getting a little bit more inspectatory. But... Uh, the tiefling is wearing casual but fine street clothes and clearly is not ashamed of the short sword on his hip. And the wood elf is wearing almost a, almost a gown, like a sundress almost, uh, sort of outfit. Um, also clearly quite relaxed, but she is not visibly armed. Okay. All right. Garen would make his way over to the bar and order himself and uh, Valen a drink in uh, Draconian. The Dragonborn sort of smiles, hearing his own native tongue, and nods and fetches you uh, a pair of drinks. And uh, as he leans over to shove the drinks towards you, he uh, puts his hand on your shoulder and says, As a friend to a friend, you get one opportunity to brandish that sword before you get it taken away. Be careful. He would uh, nod and kind of laugh at that and uh, thank him and leave him a tip of an extra silver. He appreciates it clearly and puts the coin away and seems to go back to serving the other two who request another round of wine. Uh, uh, Valen will take the uh, the ale that Geheron offers and then um, turn his attention towards the uh, gambling tables to see what kind of games are being played. Um, one game is clearly based on dice. One game is clearly based on cards. The cards seem a little less popular than the dice. Okay. Uh, looking at Geheron, uh, what do you think about gambling? 
before he even finished the sentence, Garen would say yes and stand up. So and he would, make his, he would make his way over to the card table, yeah. Okay. Okay. As you guys uh, take a seat at the card table and set your mugs down, uh, the table almost seems to form up uh, and raise the glass a little bit off the table. Uh, and sort of like cup it in its own mass. Uh, almost as if it was formulating its own coaster. Huh. Interesting. Uh, and the Tricon is such a fan of coasters that he. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that was that was Magic. fucking bad. Coasters. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I'm not a fucking savage. Yeah, don't be rude. I was I was actually waiting for the table to be like savages. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the the card dealer um, finishes the round of a game that you're very familiar with. Um. And uh, turns to you two and say, "Want in?" Yes. We're playing with copper. Yeah, it's still early in the day. We play for silver at night, and we play for gold late night. All right. Well, copper for now. That sounds good. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's the buy? Just one copper. Well, if you're if you're big big bid, two copper. Little bid, one copper. All right. Garen readies his pennies. Yeah. Alan as well. And, uh, by the way, I forgot to describe, uh, your, your card dealer is a, uh, half orc. Oh. Okay. And, uh, you guys play several rounds. Um, you know, sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. Uh, how long do you stay playing? Um, Garen would stop if he loses, like, four hands in a row. <laughs> It never quite gets that bad. All right. I'm not saying he's got a problem. Valen would go until he finishes his drink. Okay. Yeah. So Garen would probably leave when Valen leaves, to be honest. So you guys play a couple of hands. Let's just say you guys end up both up to copper at the end of it all. All right. Uh, no great winnings there, um, and you definitely were higher at some point. But by the time you finish your beverage, you're like, oh, well, what a time to walk away. Well, let's say it's been about 15, 20 minutes of games. Okay. Are we uh, are we starting to feel the effects of the drinks? No, I mean, it's just one ale. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you might. Uh, yeah. Shut up. Alan <laughs> um, will grab another, uh, another ale and uh, one for his friend. And um, he's going to say, well, I, I've seen it. All I really want uh, of this car, uh, I think I'm going to get some food to go and bring it back to the car. Garen would um, kind of nod and take a look around the cabin. And uh, unless anyone's doing anything incredibly out of the ordinary, he would kind of just shrug and, and agree with that statement. All right. Um, so you guys play another... 20 minutes or so of, of cards uh, until your ale runs out, runs uh, thin again. Um, same situation. You guys are collectively up a couple of, a couple of copper. And uh, so you go and inquire about the food then. Yep. Uh, the near that sort of curtained corner, there is a, like a, what is it? A lectern that people stand at. 
yes. like, like hosts and hostesses stand at, at a restaurant. Um, you see a uh, clearly a staff member, uh, a human female, and uh, she asks what she can get for you all, or do you just want to request today's lunch early? Oh, lunch that. early sounds fine. And she asks you what your cabin number is. Uh, we'll give her the cabin number. Okay. Whichever that is. It's on your ticket. Yeah, I know. He looks at the ticket. Okay. The just letting you know <laughs> in case you ever, like, are in another situation and you're like, shit, I forgot it. And I don't uh, have my ticket. ticket. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, Got it. All right. Well, we, once we put that together, we'll have a cart sent for all five of you, isn't it? Yes. It is, it is five of us. I believe two of us are in the uh, storage working on our cart. Well, no pressure, but if you would just uh, leave the cart outside your room uh, when you're done with it, that would be wonderful. All right, that sounds good. And she says that it'll be down to you when it's ready. Perfect. Uh, Alan will turn around, and um, he's going to walk through their cabin, uh, or through their uh, car, and uh, walk actually towards the back a little farther, uh, just trying to explore a little bit, maybe. Uh, kind of get a sense for where their room sits in the grand scheme of the car, or the train. Obviously, they're going to be on it for a while. Yeah, you imagine you're... If you consider, like, the train like a progress bar, um, where the caboose is, like, 0% and the front of the car is 100%, you guys are, like, okay. 60%, 70% along the car, along the train. Okay. All right, so it's a fairly big train. Yes. Like, okay. I want to just say it's like 10 cars. Okay. Cool. Excellent. All right, uh, well, Val and I walk um, like two cars down from his, um, just trying to see if there's anything interesting. Um, oh, you find obviously, your... he's getting a little bored and stir-crazy already. Yeah. Um, just because they're on a long tube, and it's obviously it's going to be a long time that they're on there. Well, if you go two cars towards the caboose from your car, you find yourself huh. in uh, another, um, like, fine. fine dining car. Thank you. Fine dining car. Okay. Oh, no. Another casino. What should we do? Garen says. I'm going back to the car to wait for food. So that's where I'm going to be. Uh, you feel free to uh, gamble and uh, good luck winning some coppers. He would kind of just sigh and, and shake his head. And once again, if everything seems normal and there's no Bell Cosby, he would just turn around and leave. <laughs> I'm not going to edit this silence out either. Like, I'll leave that in there. That's fine. That's, I heard. Dis that's disappointment. I heard. <laughs> All right. So you guys eventually find yourself back at the room. Uh, not long after, uh, there's a knock at the door. Lunch! Um, I'll know. open the door and, uh, uh, and get there, the cart. There is a cart there to be wheeled into your room. And it has okay. uh, five uh, covered plates of food that all seem quite delicious. Uh, question. Sure. Um, they're back in the, the cabin with our passed out buddy? Yep. Yeah. Did they have the key to get into it? Because I locked it. That's true. Well, I would like to think we took one and you took the other. 
Oh, I'm just going to leave one in there for him just in case he woke up and decided he was going to go meander. But That is true. You guys never ended up taking the second key, but Fuck it. for free, you have the second key. The second no, I mean, key. I, I have proven that I'm a terrible rogue, so right. I didn't lock it. No, you, you <laughs> locked it. You locked it. Worst case scenario, <laughs> Garen goes and gets the crowbar. <laughs> Call it the chatty wagon. <laughs> All right. Um, um, uh, just to, as they're eating, um, Garen would kind of just turn and uh, look at Valen and say, you know we're going to kill her, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, he does or say this out of nowhere. It is that out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, Valen doesn't even ask. He knows what he's talking about. Uh, he's been thinking about it just as much. And he'll say, absolutely. Um, uh 100% we will find her, and we will kill her. He would kind of just nod and go back to his food. His demeanor's kind of, uh, as everything's settling down, kind of uh, getting a little more somber. Mm-hmm. Valen will take uh, one of the plates of food and um, do his best to set it on L's chest, like centered so it's not going to fall off, but it's very much on him. Just stacked up. Um, it's been a little it's a while since idea. he passed out drunk, so this happening wakes L. Oh, there you go. Uh, uh. Um, food time. Oh, is there any water? Is there water on the cart? Of course. I imagine so. All right, uh, Valen will uh, hand the pitcher with a glass to the uh, to the bard. Um, Go on, keep role playing. I'll be back in a minute. Yeah, L just just sits there, looking morose and regretful, uh, slowly sipping the water. He, um, contrary to his his normal, very put together and and sort of well appointed um, appearance, he looks like something the cat refused to drag in. <laughs> Well, I guess that new gear crank did a number on you, huh? Oh. I think he put gas in it. That does not surprise me. It was gasoline. (laughs) (laughs) Me and him need to have a conversation about the definition of plus. Well. So... We'll go uh, back to the storage cart. It's been about an hour and some change. And uh, the two of you have managed to get the uh, rails installed on the cart. Oh, cool. All right, they're installed. Uh, we will put the wheels in the back, or maybe with the, we can like hang them on the side of the cart or something, just so when we need to uh, move them again. You know, start like remove the, the 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 rails and put the wheels back on. We have them there. <clears throat> gotcha. Um. Hmm. Well, thank you for running. I appreciate you. You're the best. Uh, let's go get something to eat. All right. Should we go check on the uh, elf or you know elf? Oh yeah, we should. Uh, yeah. I can't really remember what all I put in that gear crank plus. But it was like gear crank plus whatever I had in my pocket. 
What, what do was, you normally carry in your pocket, though? Your kink. Uh, plus thundershot ammunition. Yeah, it's pretty much yeah. anything that I use to fix my gun. Uh, I had some old golem oil in there. Uh, I don't know. I did put some blood in that. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't put no blood in there. Anyway. What? what you like pocket lint, too? Jeez. Nah, man. Not, never. Nah. That, that's messed up. You only put other liquids into a liquid. Alright, well. Alright, let's go, man. Alright. Right. Wait, make your why? Do you want to try some? Not really. <laughs> you guys make your way back to the cart, or to the cabin. Uh, and I guess you make yourselves in, right? Yeah. Alright, your party's in there. Hey, old boys. What's going on? Uh, we had some food delivered, and, um... Valen will point up at Elle's bunk and said, said someone's up. Oh, hey, buddy. How you feeling? Elle is stabbing angrily at his food without eating any of it. And uh, gives you... Oh, man. He gives you, like, side-eye, like, so fucking hard... It's almost this is like side eye and forward eye and backward eye, just all the eye. Hey, Boomer, I think okay. your gear crank plus gave Ella stroke. That good, huh? Huh. All right, man. You want another sip? A little bit of hair of the mole dog? <laughs> uh, I think I would actually like to have the whole thing. To throw off this train. Nah, it might be explosive. Don't do that. <laughs> don't throw it or put it near fire or anything of that sort. I, I don't know how to react. How did you get that past the sniffer dog? I gave him a nice pet. <laughs> <laughs> he let me keep it because we're friends. I think Boomer's probably just made his nose burn. You didn't want to go anywhere near it. Well, that's probably true, but seriously, don't throw it. I, I, I'm being so serious right now. Like, I, I, I know I joke around a lot, but it might kill us all. For real. Anyway, shots for everyone. Garen <laughs> raises a hand, indicating he's in. And then Boomer's going to take a shot, and he's going to pass around the hit flask. Gosh. Garen drinks. All right. is, this, is this sweating nitroglycerin? Yeah. <laughs> the two of you need to take uh, Constitution says. Cool. Uh, that is... High. Very high. That would be a 16 on my part. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, 19. Uh, you guys do the same series of expressions that L did. Uh, except when you cough into a belch and the little bout of fire comes out of your mouth, you don't. You then don't fall asleep. You're just immediately rather intoxicated. Not like dead drunk, but... Whew. Oh, that looks like he's going to be sick just watching you drink it. Part of me uh, wanted um, Garen's ice breath to come into play so he just spews water all over himself. <laughs> 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 oh 
nice, Jaren. I don't want to think yeah. about how that works. <laughs> that's, that's it, man. There's a lot of layers there. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm feeling pretty all right now. Uh, time to eat. Uh, anybody else want to sip? When no. the flask comes around to uh, Valen, he'll grab it with his uh, thumb and forefinger and just kind of hold it out at arm's length and just turn his torso to pass it to whoever's next to him because he just wants it nowhere near him. Also, possibly explosive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pass it, it could be. Over, seeing that uh, nobody else really wants it. Unless L's reaching for a second screen. Nope. <laughs> Alright. Well, Boomer will take it, put it back in his little uh, you know, pocket or like belt thing that he has. Alright, boys. Well, uh, I'm going to eat. Uh, what do you guys want to do? We we got a whole train to play on. It's a train. We're gonna be on it for days. I want to sleep. Yeah, but we could like get up top on the roof and like let the wind blow in our face. Uh, we could go talk to some lady gnomes or ladies in general. Uh, I don't lady know. Lady gnomes, you say? Yeah, lady gnomes are pretty great. Statistically speaking, there should be at least one conspiracy going on in the train that we can break apart. Hey, this is, this is Dungeons <laughs> Wow. Can I roll perception for side quest? <laughs> can you roll Sweet. perception? Can you roll perception to see if uh, Geheron is clairvoyant? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, he's not clairvoyant. He's just talking out of scaly ass. We, we could do a lot of stuff. You could go play a song we could boogie to. I don't know. I like to dance. Uh, Frung, he looks like he likes to dance. I, I do not like to dance. Uh, well, maybe <laughs> Valen likes to dance. And this time, and like while he's saying this, he likes, he's doing a little jig. Yeah. You know, play a song. Come on, man. Uh, on I'll dance. play a play song when I can feel my extremities. And... He will begin to tuck in to his food. All right. Well, time to eat. All right. Boomer, let's go. Oh, I go with Boomer to get food. Oh no, the food's in the out in the room. Yep. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I'm in three, and Garen kind of just wiggles his hand once and says, "Uh, I'll go exploring with you." Clearly, the cabin's yeah. not totally to his tastes. I'm just sitting there, getting out, just walking. Uh, sounds like a good good idea. Well, other than a walkabout, do you guys have any plans for the rest of the day? Uh, nope, no. Uh-uh. Unless they stumble upon Fight Club. How do they feel about uh, performance <laughs> in the car? You don't know, have you asked? No, he was going to ask. Who are you asking? Well, he goes up to the bartender... And looks around, looks for a spot where that might kind of happen, like a corner or even a stage that might sort of lend there's itself. A, there's towards. a small stage, like a small one musician stage. Mm-hmm. Um, he turns to the bartender and, and just at, you know casually asks him, so uh, is there going to be live entertainment tonight? He looks at you and says, well, most nights that uh, we have volunteers come to it, but... Every few nights, yeah, the, the, the crew will put someone up and keep things lively. Things can get boring on the rails, you know. 
Volunteers, you say? How does one uh, volunteer? I just happen to dabble. I imagine you just did. Oh, oh, so easy. Wonderful. Yeah, just um, come by when uh, when the mm-hmm. tables go from playing in coppers to playing in silvers. Uh, you'll notice because people will go over and fill the tables up pretty quickly. Just make yourselves comfortable on the stage and play whatever you like. You play nice, you get a, you get free drinks out of it. Play poorly, and well, I imagine people would rant and rave and tell you to get off the stage. Ah, perfect. Thank you, my good man. Any tips on the copper? Mostly out of politeness, more than anything else. He slides it and tucks it into a, one of the pockets of his tuxedo. Um, so El is just gonna spend his after doing the walkabout and sort of as it gets to later, El will spend his evening in the dining car waiting for the mood to get right to take the stitch. Okay. Anyone else on anything else? Uh, just probably waiting around in the dining car after he finds out that L's gonna play. Uh, Boomer's in to do yeah, some dance. to do the same. Oh, we're all gonna dance. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Frog's back at the cabin. Karen would be remiss if he didn't support his new friend. Alright, well, the day goes by. The evening comes. And, uh... Not too long, you notice a hustle and bustle around the gaming tables. And instead of the familiar clank of a copper, you hear the slightly more pleasant of the ears jingle of silver play across the tables. And uh, at some point, uh, you meet eyes with the barkeep, Al, and he gives you a little nod Um. and sort of a head gesture towards the stage. Um, Al gives him a grateful nod back and uh, moves up towards the stage, uh, slings his loot from his shoulder and strikes a pleasing chord. Okay. Hopefully, anyway. What's your skill check say? That's what I'm about to tell you, buddy. That'd be a 24. Alright, you put together a beautiful set for about 30 minutes. Some of the songs rouse people to their feet to shake and dance a touch, and some of them make them hold a friend close or a loved one close and hmm. think about nicer times. But altogether, it's a very, very well-received show, and a couple yep. of people throw about a total of 12 silver on the stage. The barkeeper gives you a nod and a smile and sort of points to a tall glass of fine wine waiting for you at the bar. Oh, Yeah! Man gets me. But altogether, it's a very successful show, and everyone has a wonderful time. Yay! Yeah. Nineteen. Was it, were there any? Were there any gnome ladies? Oh, can I talk to those gnome ladies? Yep. They seem to be traveling together. Oh. Uh-oh. All right. All right. All right. Uh, he's gonna go. Uh, is it okay after the song's over? He's gonna run up to L, be like, L, listen, I need a favor. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm not that good looking. 
I, I don't know how to talk to people. All I know how is how to shoot guns and make whiskey or booze or whatever have you. I'm, I'm pretty freaking great nonetheless. I need your help. Let's go. Uh, uh, okay. All right. right. And he'll grab him by the arm and, like, run over. And, like, right before he gets to the two gnome ladies, he'll stop. Fix his, like, beard. T- like, you know, fix his shirt and everything. Brush off a little dirt and walk up like, Hello there, ladies. How y'all doing tonight? The two of them are sitting at a booth. Um, and have we talked about gnome women before? Nope. Nope. No, no we haven't. Okay. I'm very... I'm, I'm, Considering that we've already, to... considering that we've already attributed the bearded women to dwarves in this world, for yeah. for, for posterity of joke's sake, um, mm-hmm. you guys know what like World of Warcraft dwarves look like. Yeah, like yeah. what their women yeah. look like. I imagine that's that's very similar to what uh, women gnomes look like. Okay. Of this world, I mean, obviously more like height appropriated, but. Um, stocky, curvy, um, and generally ginger. <laughs> oh, yeah. keep, keep your feet on the ground. There so, you and you're back so on he's, the bed. Boomer's gonna walk up like, "Hi, hi." He's gonna put his his arm on his elbow on the table, like, "How y'all ladies doing tonight?" You can already tell that the oh. two of these uh, gnomish women are have been a drink or two down, as there's a couple of fallen over. Uh, glasses on their table. Oh, More looks than... like y'all y'all are having a good night. My name's uh, my, my name's Bumble Bumble Bright Jim. That's the that's the name my my mama gave me. My my friends call me Boomer. This is my buddy L. He put on a wonderful performance. Uh, L, tell him how great I am. <laughs> uh, L, you would immediately recognize these two no women. They were very impressed with your performance earlier. They weren't oh, like good. they weren't like front of the crowd ecstatic like they they weren't mm-hmm. like taking their shirts off ecstatic nothing crazy but like you can as you were sort of looking out amongst the crowd that were like you know some people were playing games and maybe looking over their shoulder every now and then to see you play uh, you know some people were sitting at the bar watching you play these two girls were sitting um, at stools at the bar but their backs were to the bar watching you play they were very very enthused by it. Uh. Um, yeah, uh, he gives them a very smooth greeting. He tries to, tries to, uh, let's see, he is gonna wingman for Boomer, because these ladies are sort of not exactly his type. So he, um, yeah, slides on up and says, uh, hey ladies, I saw you enjoying my performance from the bar. I um, I'd like you to meet my friend Boomer. He's, well, he's a hero, if I say so myself. Yeah, I'm a hero. <laughs> he's gotten me through uh, <laughs> thick or thin. The thickest Better and friend. the thinnest. I we could never have asked for. The best of friends, me and this guy. This is the own hype man. <laughs> So, but the the two gnomish girls, one of them has like her hair in like one big long braid, and the other one just has it down. And the one with the big long braid is like twirling her little finger through her big braid and goes, "Well, Mister Bright Gem, why don't you pop a squat over here?" And the girl with her hair down says, "He can sit only if his tall friend sits too." 
Uh, Boomer's going to look over at L and be like, you would love to sit down, wouldn't you, friend? <laughs> Please. Oh, I, I suppose I could spare a moment. Of course. All I, right, uh, cool. I may need to go in just a minute, but uh, <laughs> who could resist such a table? Well, before cool. this gets uncomfortable, let's resolve this interaction in a charisma check. Yay! From, from, from both of us? Uh, from you, actually. Just you. Boomer. From me? Yeah. Oh, damn it. Am I providing assistance, at least? You can already I get have. Advantage? No. Can, can I get advantage on no. the roll? No. Damn. All right. God damn it. <laughs> uh, Boomer's just going to put his gun in his mouth and blow his brains out. <laughs> no! Wow. That, I rolled deception. That was a critical fail. <laughs> you fucking sit down and spaghetti falls out of your pocket. <laughs> spaghetti falls out of his gun. <laughs> oh, no. oh, fuck. Can I please have advantage? <laughs> Convertic inspiration. <laughs> Yeah, you can go ahead and give him Bardic and go ahead and roll it. <laughs> is that a six or a <laughs> That makes it a five. <laughs> I think Good we're, Lord. I think all of us, sorry for the past just minute of us laughing at the microphones, listeners. I just imagine that all five of us, all six of us here, are just imagining how he's just bombing this as hard as possible. <laughs> but allow me to say what I think happened. <laughs> so after L sits down, you guys chit-chat for a few minutes, and while L's there, you seem to be holding your own. Uh, and clearly the, the girl with the one braid is, is a little more interested in you than you thought you'd ever get. Um, but, the yeah. way, but the long-haired girl is obviously all about L. And when L excuses himself to leave, the long-haired girl says, By the way, tall and handsome, what cabin are you in? Do you tell her? Uh, can't think of a way to not tell her politely. And so, yeah, he tells her. Okay. Well, I don't think he, says, he says, you know, oh, Boomer and I are in blank she kind of gives you a little wink and, and like, whisks you away after you tell her. Uh -huh. um, they both turn to Boomer. Um, oh, no. <laughs> and Boomer immediately starts to put his foot entirely in his mouth. Verbally. <laughs> verbally. Yep. But uh, yep. then they ask, well... The, the, the girl with the long hair says, I'm going to go get another round of drink, unless you have anything that we could drink. Oh, oh no. We're going to have two bodies in our cabin. Of course. <laughs> Boomer will be like, do I have something to drink? You know the drink of the capital of Gnome, uh, Gnome Land, uh, Gear Crank? Well, this is Gear Crank Plus. They both get... <laughs> 
goat hordes. <laughs> <laughs> the the long haired girl gets out, up out of the booth and then joins you on the same booth, and now you're sandwiched between these two girls. <laughs> and you all take a drink uh, of Gear Crank Plus, make a Constitution save. That one dice is retired. He's actually burnt it on this oh, table with a blowtorch. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, that would be... 21. Okay. You and nice. the two girls both seem to really handle that first uh, hit really good, and all of you gout a little bit of flame out of your mouth, and the girls giggle and uh, smile and say... Uh, and then the, the girl with the braid sort of leans in and whispers into your ear and just tells you their cabin number. Uh-huh. And let's have another before we go there. Oh, God. that's That sounds great. Uh, I, I, I would love to. All right, here we go, boys. Question. Are you guys back in the cabin right now? No, we're, we're still okay. in the cabin. <laughs> would be like, uh... <laughs> oh, that's so good. Uh, that's 14. Okay. Uh, you uh, black out. Oh, no. So, 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 head cannon, he, he takes the shot, and then, like, as soon as he takes the shot, his head falls to the floor and hits the table. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Um, but you're, you're, you're not unconscious. You just, you have, you have blacked out. Oh, okay. Oh, no. This is going to be great. <laughs> and uh, is anyone else left of the party in the, the hall, like that that eating the fine dining car? The valid was, yeah. Okay. Um, you see the, the three gnomes singing in gnomish, which is not a language. <laughs> <laughs> what else in gnome? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the two girls with their arms on his shoulder and his arms on their shoulder and you're not exactly sure who's holding up who um, but it's like if you put three kids in a trench coat but horizontal uh, <laughs> and they walk towards the the out of the car okay wait, 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 before we continue gnomish is not a language I do not believe Gnomish's language. I might be totally wrong. Hold on. I got you. I got you right here, old boy. Boom. Hold on. I got you right here. <laughs> you even pulled up the book. Gnomish. <laughs> hey, uh, Boomer, are you, you sure you want to do this? Oh, yeah, it's all a little bit of Well, you're not there to be a fucking voice of reason, so. Yeah. I, I'm just, Aww. I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow... At a distance, just to make sure they don't end up back at our cabin, um, because ain't nobody got time for that tonight. Right. No, they, <laughs> they, they walk past your cabin, um, but while they do, you see Boomer with one of his hands finger gun the door, uh, and then finger gun the air twice as they walk on. Uh, the Valen will call out to him and just say, uh, uh, be safe, buddy. Um, he gives he, luck. he stops finger gunning up here and then finger guns through his armpits back at you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Valinil, you know, give him the OK symbol and make his way back to the food cart for another ale. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. So, uh, who else is in the food room? I think that was it. Just, well, Al, you've left for the night? Yeah, I went, I went to go fucking sleep. Okay. Well, I went to go drink in the crap in the cabin. And Garen? Garen? Yes? All right. Is your mic? Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, apparently my mic was muted. What have you been yeah. up to? Garen's just been leaning up against the wall in the uh, uh, dining room, kind of not looking menacing, but... Um, Definitely kind of just, I mean, just standing there watching all the commotion and Boomer and everything. Well, every now and then just kind of chit-chatting with the bartender if the Draconian bartender is still on shift. Okay. Uh, you learn about the Draconian bartender. Uh, he, his name is Bruce Sedun. He comes from a, 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 fisher, a fishing town near the Lake of Verde. And, uh, well, he's you know been looking for work, good honest work. He uh, wants to get away from his family lineage of banditry, so he got into a, pro- a proper profession, and after bartending at a couple of small nothing inns, applied to work and got a job with the Yellow Rail. Nice, certainly less dangerous than Garen's line of work, or at least he hopes it is. <laughs> Well, he seems to chuckle, but from his body language, you get the impression that being the bar- the barkeep of an L-Rail car is a little more dangerous than you might expect, but not exactly dangerous either. Well, Garen, uh, yeah. Like I said, it would just be idle chit-chat, so Garen wouldn't be prying for any information. Sure. Uh, so... Uh, does does Valandes do anything when he gets back? Uh, he he sits opposite of um, Geheran. Uh, like he's on the the side that he's not leaning towards talking to the bartender, um, and just keeping to himself, uh, not really doing anything or trying to in, impede their conversation. Just eavesdropping from time to time, but really just drinking and listening. As you do. Well, the, 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 it gets pretty late into the night, and uh, you hear a single bell ring from the gambling tables, and uh, you hear that cling of uh, silver switch to the thunk of gold coins hitting the gambling tables. <laughs> this was more what Garen was waiting for. He would uh, look at uh, Valen wink and flip him a gold coin and say first one's on me as he makes his way towards the table without waiting to see if the drought follows. Yeah, Valor will catch it and follow right behind because um, he was kind of waiting on this too. Well, you guys take a seat at a table with three other players and the dealer and uh, the other dealer, the other players look pretty high class. Some of them in very nice clothes. Some of them obviously just like you are still out here just to play some high stakes cards. Uh, let's play around. All right. Okay. Roll it out. Karen doesn't win. <laughs> What's
what's uh, any modifier on that or just if you're if you're proficient straight. um that's a five in card games yes i'm not okay uh seven all right you guys both lose uh let's play another don't they also get to apply a stat to that um i believe at best it's charisma if not i think they just get proficiency well, yeah, I think it's proficiency if you have a skill in it. If you're uh, proficient sorry. in that game. Um, that's a 19. Okay. Four. Okay. Four moves again. All right. And another round. Yeah. We'll do it. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a 21. 21? Oh, you're yeah, proficient in card games? Yeah, we're sitting card games. Bastard. Thirteen. Okay. So, uh, after about a half hour of playing, and you guys don't know where your uh, where your drinks went, but they they seem to have refilled at some point over the course of your games. Um, and a silver goes missing from your winnings pile. It's almost mm. as if they were just filled on their own. Uh, but the, the the drinks keep coming, and the drinks keep coming. And the games keep playing. But by the end of it all, Valandest, you're down a total of five gold. And, uh... Sorry, no, you're down a total of ten gold. And, um... Garen, you're up five. All right. Uh... Valand will... put down the cards almost like they betrayed him. He's gonna pick up his drink and tap Garen... I'm going to bed. These cards hate me. Garen would stand up slowly and kind of laugh at the well-dressed gentleman and uh, tip his helmet. I wouldn't say mockingly, but um, it could certainly come off that way with the amount of alcohol that's been consumed. Sure. Um, before you stand up, Garen, the orc says, play one round for platinum. <sighs> um... What's that translate to in gold coins? Ten gold. Ten gold. Yeah, he's hammered. You would do it. Okay. Bella would not. Uh, <laughs> roll it out. Ah, uh, fifteen. Okay, roll it out. Fourteen. And roll it out. Nineteen. How much gold do you have? Uh... 112. You are total down 15 gold. Fuck. All right. Wow. Damn. Sharked. Right? Garen's less happy this time. Oh, because you won the first game, so you felt hot, and then you lost two games. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. It's totally... This is how casinos work. He would have (laughs) never have not taken that bet. That's true. <laughs> All right, but the the night sort of winds down. Uh, has everyone sort of been staying awake in the cabin, or have people sort of dropped off as they've gone to bed? If so, either case, what has Farung been up to? He's just kind of been reading and trying to rewrite what he recalls from and that was removed from the previous page. Okay. He kind of like gets half a shitty drawing done, but remembers a majority of the stuff he wrote. Yeah. Um, and, uh, otherwise just kind of like going back over the other notes that he had and uh, also apparently studying wildlife. Cause you know, even being a scout, he's pretty bad at fucking identifying. Did he at least draw a screaming dog with a human face? Um, he put one and <laughs> just, then wrote big brother underneath. It. 
I'm surprised. Uh, you, I'm surprised you didn't say like, yeah, he drew a stick figure dog and just the big word Borf. Borf. <laughs> no, he, he, he sketched the dog, put blonde hair on it, and then just put Big Brother. <laughs> that's a okay. that's a fun little alchemist joke for the kids at home. Look it up. It's sad. It's very sad. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's raining today. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> But yeah, he uh, he also <laughs> did some stuff and things, and drew drew some some things, and did okay. some brain stuff. But that's about it. Well, as the night goes on, you see sort of one by one your friends come into the room and plop into their respective bunks. Does uh, does Boomer come back? Yeah, I'm like that's that's sort of a wait for them to come back and be like, "Where's Boomer?" I mean, Valen, you you know he isn't he isn't home by the time you get back because you pretty much saw him right. Yeah, I wasn't sure if he, like, eventually made his way back to our cabin instead of leaving their cabin. Uh, Valen will fill the rest of the party in uh, about the uh, very, very drunk gunning gnome um, who might be having a really good time or might be having a really bad time. Well, I'm going to – I'll go check on him. Yeah, my um, no, better you than you. Better you than me. Your character is not dead. Oh, thank God. This is what what you get. Just you, by the way. Uh, uh, Dylan. Boomer gets these flashes of of, uh, like screenshots of memory. You know, you see a couple of flashes of walking down hallways, going through cars, a flash of, of a cabin door opening into a very similar cabin to you all. Another flash of you tipping back a bottle of some kind of wine with the two girls still. Uh, and then that's it. Well, uh, Farunk's going to go look for him. Okay. I'm going to ask him well, which way. Uh, Elle which stops way? you. No, I, I, ignore, I ignore the man who's been passed out drunk half the day. And, uh, yeah, but it was like the worst half. Which way did he go, Valadess? Uh, Valad will point him in the direction uh, that he saw Boomer going and uh, wish him luck uh, because there's things that you might see that I don't think anybody needs to see. I've seen worse. (sighs) (laughs) You hope you've seen worse. (laughs) So so how do you intend to find him? Uh, Well, I mean... Be it that he's drunk, he's probably been loud. So I'm just gonna walk down and kind of like keep an eye out, like kind of not like not obviously peering through, but kind of like glancing through, seeing if I could spot anything that would remind me of him, while keeping an ear out for potentially hearing him or two women talking. Okay, that's really a lot of broad statements. Yeah, uh, you want to give me a perception check or anything to sit with yeah. that? Yeah, I can do a perception check for you. God, I'm a really bad rogue. Uh, that's an eight on perception. Um, so you go into the first cart towards the caboose from your cart. And you hear a couple of conversations in the, the rooms as you go, but nothing that's like, oh, he's in this room. Well, I'm going to start listening for him uh-huh. as I as I go through okay. kind of just like to pick up if I can hear him kind of walking car by car so 
you want me to roll again? Sure. All right. Is that a perception as well? Um, is listen still its own thing? I don't think it is. No, not yeah. in this one. No. Um, uh, then so then you would just give me a, it would all of those things fell in the same okay. perception roll the first time for that car. Right? Okay. Well, I was gonna move to the next one. Yeah. So you're yeah. in the next car, make another perception check. Okay. Um, that's gonna be sixteen. Um, you don't hear anything, but you hear the pretty um, iconic thump of a conductor's stride uh, coming hmm. towards you. All right. Well, I'll approach the conductor and kind of like you know flag him down. He walks over to you and says, "Yes, sir. Well, it's a little late to be walking around. Are you lost?" Uh, no, no. Um, I'm actually looking for my friend who appears to have gotten lost. Um, he's actually in the same, uh, cabin as us and seemed to have walked away with a few ladies. Um, just wanted to make sure that he's all right for the night. Uh, he's a, a, a gnomish guy, boomer. You may have heard him. He's kind of loud, very friendly. Uh, there's been no gnomish-based disturbances that I've heard of. Oh, you haven't seen anybody, though? Uh, not that fits that description, I'm afraid. All right, thank you. And I'm going to continue on to the next car. Okay. Uh, that's 11. You don't hear anything that reminds you of him. All right, next car. Uh, sorry, that last room was a dining car, and you didn't see him in it. Oh, okay. Well, then... Because I'm heading towards the back, so right. it was car, car, dining car, car, and then storage, right? Right. And then I'll search that last one, and I got a 16. Uh, no, I mean, and you see the two guys at the end of the car who are the sort of constable-looking guys, and one of them looks at you and goes, What are you looking for, friend? Uh, give him the same rundown. Looking for the, uh, the gnomish guy I was here with earlier, Boomer. Stocky, he was a tent, he was uh said he was going this way. It's two ladies. I just want to make sure that he's all right. He hasn't come back to the cabin. Two of them sort of look at each other and go, I'm "Sorry, I haven't seen him. We would have recognized him. He's pretty pretty easy to recognize." All right. Well, I'm gonna walk back to the car just after ours, uh-huh. and and do a little bit more investigation. See if I can peer into some rooms. Well, as you're on your way back to your car, you hear a kind of pin whistle. Um, and the conductor in the room in the, that's in the car that you're in when you hear that says, all right, everyone, lights out, make your way back to your cabins, and you sort of hear this guy in this sort of same call in all of the cars. Okay. Well, uh, can I still peek through windows? There are no windows to peek through. Damn it, I thought there were windows on the doors. No, 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 not at all. The windows sure. are to go out of the car, like out into the where, where oh, you're gotcha. driving past. gotcha. Sorry, I, I apologize that wasn't clear. Oh, uh, well, in that case, I guess I'll go back to the cabin. Okay. Is anyone still awake when he gets back, or is everyone retired for the night? Uh, yeah, Garen's out. Valen's out as well. Hell is probably drunk about as much as he can in one night and is passed out. So, I'm sorry, you guys say you're out. What does that mean exactly? Like you're asleep. Okay. Oh, asleep. Sorry. sorry. That's asleep. fine. I don't know if you meant like out of the cabin or not, whatever. All right, but so right before, so yeah, you you come back and everyone is still asleep, 
or has gone asleep. Oh, well, then I'm going to go back to writing my fanfic. Okay. Hmm. All right, the night is pretty peaceful. You hear a couple of footsteps go past the cabin, but uh, nothing nothing too worthy of note. And uh, it's the next morning, and uh, Boomer isn't back yet. Hey, guys, Boomer isn't back yet. Let's search for Boomer. Okay. Karen would slowly rouse himself and say he's probably having a great time. Uh, well, I know that... Not if he was drinking that disgusting deer crank. Uh, Farang, you're a full elf, right? Or are you half elf? Uh, yeah, I'm a high elf. So, um, so you didn't really have to sleep, so you, you, you had to trance through the night, right? Yeah, I kind of just, like, for a few hours. Right. It's still um, four hours. Yeah, yeah, I did the yeah. same, uh, being the drought. Right. Um, so, well, you did, but you also went to bed drunk. And this is just That's me. True. This is just me and my headcanon. But I imagine that elves can only trance for their mere four hours if they're sober. That's just my headcanon. I, I'll buy that, definitely. It makes sense. Okay. Uh... Anyway, so, and we're not going to try to get into the mechanics of that, ever. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so you guys are, are awoken, and Farung is disturbed from his morning whatever by the, like, breakfast. I opened the door. Yep. Um, it's it's a very similar uh, servant uh, service person, and they sort of ask, would you all like your breakfast for the day? If you would not mind. And she sort of, uh... Please, is it laced with that more, that delicious, um, drug? Oh, no, that's just on the pleasantries card, sir. And she, you know, hands you all a large tray that has five plates on it. Damn it. Uh, Garen would take his plate and eat. Yeah, we yeah. Thank, the, thank her profusely. Actually, Elle will, um, stop her before she leaves and ask, um, you've been to most cabins up and down this train. Uh, have you happened to serve a cabin with three gnomes? Oh, I, I just served this cabin, this this car, sir. I, I don't, I haven't seen. Ah, drat. Well, we're looking for a gnomish friend of ours. If you happen to bump into any, I'm sure there aren't too many on the train. We'd, we'd appreciate it if you'd let us know. Uh, absolutely, sir. I'll have your conductor now. Thank you. Flashes a great-ass smile. Right. All right, so she moves on, and you can hear her, like, breakfast, like, down the way. All right, so you guys have breakfast. Uh, Mm -hmm. Smash cut to Boomer. Uh, Boomer, you wake up with your bat, with your face down on the floor in the middle of a cabin room. Well... Cool. Uh, I want to. I want to try to, you know, roll over on my back. I'll be like, oh, um, Boomer. What even, do I see? Evens or odds? Oh God. Um, odds. Okay. You wake up and uh, turn over, and you smell something that. It's, it's familiar. It's like salty, 
and you feel like you're lying in some wet, maybe your gear crank or some water or something. Yeah, I pissed myself. <laughs> goddamn lady. <laughs> oh, goddamn lady, he pissed himself. I even made you choose. Yeah. Oh, rude. Uh, all right, well, at that point, he, Boomer has has woken up like this on multiple occasions. Uh, they're like, well, uh, done pissed myself. There's your crit uh, one right there. Yeah. Is there is there a bathroom? Uh, no, but do you like stand up and you know like try and pull your pants up and all? Because your pants are yeah. down around your knees. Oh, are they? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Details yeah. are coming oh, late, boy. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna uh, just try to fix myself. Uh, while you do so, you realize it's not piss that you're laying in; it's blood, and both of the gnomish women have been slaughtered in the cabin. And you're covered in their wounds. And that's where we'll end it tonight. Oh, Oh, dude, you killed her with your dong. You're like that dude down in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus So that's where we'll end it tonight. Thank you for joining us. As always, I have been and will continue to be your Dungeon Master Kenny, our full party of our rogue. That's me, Devin Farong. Have a good night, guys. Our artificer, probably a murderer. Uh, oh, it was been good. it's been good playing with you guys. It's, have a good night. Uh, our fighter. Uh, have a good night, guys. Enjoy yourselves. Our warlock. Uh, that's me, Jesse, playing Valandis and Disappointed. And our bard. That's me, Austin, playing L. Have a good night. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a nice night. See you next week. Uh, good night. Okay.